I am altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerds New Bully. Me host Leroy, aka Pace Pot Pete, with my co-host. <laughs> this is Eli, aka R two D bag. <laughs> Not the D bag. <laughs> it was on the spot. I couldn't think of anything <laughs> on the time. I was like, oh shit, I hadn't thought of anything. Anything. Anyway, we are back with the episode. Uh, appreciate everybody showing up. Nobody's hitting in right now, but we know they're gonna pile in. Eli, quick recap: Has anybody died this week or anything? Or uh not that i can think of offhand i'm sure somebody I mean, even did. i mean the, the delta variant is on the rise so i'm pretty sure somebody did yeah. sorry for you know sucks for that uh my job has mandated masks back in even though they not mandated masks not mandated back in because it doesn't bear the rise that being said we're gonna get past all that that real life stuff <laughs> let's get into something you came to hear us talk about escapism it's and 2020 all over again <laughs> It's 2020 all over again because we, we didn't get enough of it. So best thing. So before we actually get into the podcast, one thing I want to address, I want to do some house cleaning. Because I think, was it the last episode, Eli, the episode before then, I made a Gordon Gartrell reference. And I noticed a bunch of people didn't get the reference. No didn't know shit. what the hell I was talking about. I was like, how do you not know this? Who raised you people? Anyway, so before we get into it, I'm going to do a recap on Gordon Gartrell. We're going to talk about who is Gordon Gartrell, Gordon Gartrell's playing. So Gordon Gartrell is from the episode of The Cosby Show. And the episode of The Cosby Show was season one, episode eight, A Shirt Story. That's right, Eli. We're going deep. <laughs> now, we're going deep. Now, the first episode that I wanted to talk about when it first started off, uh, Theo came back from Bookman's, which is a man work, uh, warehouse store, and he bought a Gordon Gartrell shirt. Cliff had no idea how much a Gordon Gartrell co- cost. He found out that the Gordon Gartrell cost $95.00 and told him only way a 14-year-old is going to wear a $95 shirt is if he's on stage with his four brothers. Big laugh. Everybody loved it. So made him take the shirt back. Denise, on the other hand, said those Gordon Guard trails are overpriced. I can make you that same shirt and make you a Gordon Guard Trail knockoff for $35. Cheap and weighted what you paid for, and nobody will even know the difference. So he decided to take the uh, take Denise off and go for net. Turns out Denise bit off more than she can chew. A Gordon Gartrell's harder replicate than she thought it could. So when date night came, when his big date date for uh Christine came, boom, you get this iconic shot of not Gordon Gartrell. And this is the shot that everybody has seen before where he's yelling at Denise for, you know, making a shirt. So this is where you get the uh phrase from anytime you make a Gordon Gartrell, you basically make a bad knockoff bootleg. That's what Gordon and, Gartrell is. If and you check hear it somebody out. say it. Check it out, yo. I got I got an image. I got an image I can share. Hold on, hold Boom. on, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> wait, wait. You hold on. Let me get out of this. <laughs> really? You looked up a Gordon Gartrell? <laughs> you can get a Gordon Gartrell shirt. <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you get a Gordon Gartrell shirt. So that's where Gordon Gartrell came from. So one more image. I'm gonna just show this real quick. So he goes to uh so it's date night. Christine sees it and she actually loves the shirt. 
she says she knows not a Gordon Gartrell, but she know, but Gordon Gartrell's on his way out anyway because of how fast fashion moves. It looks like an itchy armorata, which is the new guy that's replacing Gordon Gartrell. So that's it. So basically, Theo learned nothing in an episode. He didn't learn that the clothes make the man or anything like that. No important lesson. His girlfriend likes that was his go- girlfriend through pretty much the entire run of the series. And that's it. So, Eli, what was the whole point of that story that I was trying to tell? Cancel culture. I'm making it full circle. Because okay. if it, I'm just saying, because if it wasn't for cancel culture, people wouldn't know who Gordon Gartrell is. Yes, everybody knows every single thing that happened on Seinfeld. Everything knows everything that happened on Friends in the office. But when you make a reference to the Cosby show, people don't know what to talk about. Why? Because of Bill Cosby. Yes, I know Bill Cosby is a is a problematic figure, contradictory figure, whatever you want to say. But regardless of whatever you think of uh, Bill Cosby, Heathcliff Huxville never did shit to nobody. So we neither have to Theo. The- <laughs> neither did Theo. Neither did Theo, neither did Vanessa, neither did Denise, neither did Claire, neither did Rudy, Rudy <laughs> neither did Elvin. Elvin works at fucking Trader Joe's because he Elvin. can't get work. Because- oh, that was... Uh, Remember? Yeah. That's right. The, uh, the oldest daughter's boyfriend. The oldest right? daughter... What was her name? We can't even remember, can't remember her name. name. I can't remember her name, but yeah, that's a whole Sandra. But Sandra. we wouldn't be struggling if it was on still on TV. You <laughs> had to look for this stuff. So that's my whole point. We need to learn to separate the art from the artist and learn upon your history because we don't need to get rid of any race that Cosby showed from history because this is a some good stuff. That's all I had to say. Like I said, I, the, the, I th- you can get a t-shirt. No one will know what you're wearing, but you can nobody knows what you're wearing. But it's kind of like where, if I wear like a blue lantern shirt nobody know what the hell i'm wearing i can wear a green lantern shirt nobody know what the hell i'm wearing <laughs> so, uh yeah eli I, I think you're up i think you're up on this one because oh. i know you want to do like a, a a shameless plug okay let me get oh i gotta get another image up well this is both of us so we can you can join into oh yeah i'm gonna join into it yeah, okay yeah yeah so here we go uh let me get get, get i'm, I'm like i'm letting you take point <laughs> and okay. i just i'm just following you okay boom oh hold on let me get that so uh, we've been okay. immortalized. Let me, know, let me let me move let me move that out the way. Sure, there's been, you know, we've had the Mona Lisa, we've had the Scream, we've had, you know, Leonardo's, uh, you know, uh, what's it called, sectional man or whatever it's called, you know, mm-hmm. iconic Sistine Chapel. You know? Yes, <laughs> yes, there you go. The the ceiling, all that stuff. Um, you know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, all these iconic pieces of artwork throughout history. And now we have been immortalized. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love so, it. We're going to make this a profile picture. We want to reveal it first. But yeah. yeah. So this was done by Keith T. Jim. He is actually an artist I've been working on, on that, uh, the werewolf story that I've been, uh, you know, we, you know, yes, I should plug that. I don't talk about it like I should. So anyways, there there was a Kickstarter. It's, it's over now. The book is coming out probably winter time. Um, but it is a, uh, an anthology of a bunch of, uh, werewolf stories written and drawn by native American writers and artists. And it's called A Howl. Um, me and Keith, we have a story in it. He's doing the art. I wrote it. Um, and he's, uh, yeah, he's been knocking out some cool shit. I've seen some of his pages. They're awesome. I'm stoked. And he's like, you know what? He decided to uh, make us uh, make us this pick for us. You know, I mean, I'm glad he did it because I was going to actually commission somebody to do it. So I'm glad he 
you know, dropped out of nowhere and decided to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. He just, hey, yeah. He, out of nowhere, he just asked me, like, yo, uh, can I get a picture of you? I'm like, sure. And then, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I'm not a, much of a selfie kind of guy, but uh, there you go. I like that a lot better than my pick that I took. So <laughs> I thought you were going to send him the pick, you know, with a uh, sex machine. I thought you were going to send him that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. So, yeah. And he's also he's got his own book out. I think it's called The Heroes. Um, and uh, yeah, he's down in Arizona. Uh, uh, his uh, check out his Facebook page. It's KTJ1 Comics and Arts. Um, you can buy his comic books. You can buy his other art that he does there. He's got prints and, you know, other, um, you know, illustrations that he does. So check them out. And like I said, I'm honored and very gracious. I uh, thank him, you know, to the to the infinity and beyond for for stepping up and doing the story. So, uh, yeah, feel very honored and, and uh, grateful for him to to work with them and, and to get this out to get, you know, to do this and uh, get this work out there. So can't wait for you all to see it. And uh, yeah, so check it out. And we like I said, here we are. Uh, yeah. Comic and art. Go, right. And we're not going to review your book, but we're going to send it to Gomer so they can review it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did. I think I did review it. Like, I did review it. Like, uh, I bought a copy like last year or something. I know we, I, mm-hmm. I did talk about it on the show before. So, um, but yeah. So, yeah, check out Leroy looking badass. <laughs> I still, I, I, I'm looking at the details in the back. I see because our slogan, our unofficial slogan, shout out to my boss, stay black, stay red. So I, I see he's got that in the background. Although yeah. he got the red on me and the black on you, but that's okay because I also see that that's Superman. That's my guy, Batman. Kind of your guy. <laughs> I sort of, kinda. Yeah. I know Punisher is your guy, but you know, Vader, Darth Vader. I guess. Ba- ba- there we go. Vader, Darth <laughs> Vader. I, we'll, we, we make, we'll make it work. So <laughs> it fits, it works. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. So uh try to see what do we got next. Okay. So yeah, so we're back up and we're going to do, I guess we're gonna talk about this. Eli, I don't know how much uh you've kept track of all this, this oh. brouhaha that's been going on. <laughs> I, I, is... I, I, I read one of the articles that the main basic article you sent I saw the preview today, like tune in tonight. We're gonna be talking about this shit. And I'm like, oh really? Because I really <laughs> I didn't what? really care. I really didn't give a shit about it. <laughs> I figured you didn't. I figured I was gonna be the main person talking about this, but that's okay. <laughs> Let me read it. Let me just like get some details before I try not to look like I don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the main thing was going on with this uh scarlett johansson now we all we all we review black widow on here people have seen it oh let me put the little thing back up i forgot so people have seen black widow and can we call it eli i'm gonna call it. i'm gonna call it i say this is marvel's the mcu's first flop i don't think that's a controversial opinion I, I guess you know. I think yeah. they're they 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 count on every movie to make at least a billion or right. up or, or in the range of a billion. Maybe not. I mean, their their lowest you know, grossing movies normally is like half a billion. Ant Man and Watch does half a billion. You know, and that's yeah. movies people don't care about. So this didn't even do that. Plus, it's not even going to get a China release. So I think it's safe to say that this is MCU's first flop. That being said, uh, Scarlett Johansson had a problem with that. And not, not the fact that it flopped. I don't think she had a fact that it flopped. She had a problem with her contract. Because the thing is, Scarlett Johansson, looking at her badass right there, she got her sights set on who? 
Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I just like that. So the thing is with uh, Scarlett Johansson is that she had uh, in her contract that the movie was supposed to be a theatrical release exclusively for a lim- uh, amount of time. Because not only is she the lead of this movie, she's also one of the executive producers, which means in her contract, she got it worked in that she's supposed to make money off the back end of the of the of the theater, of the back end of the points. Same way Robert Downey Jr. did. He made like seventy five million dollars. Same way Jack Nicholson did with Batman. They, that's what that's what the money is, you know, making off money that off that. However, when Disney released that movie on Disney Plus where they made almost the same amount of money as they made in the theaters. And Scarlett Johansson didn't get a cut of that because when she signed her initial contract, Disney Plus didn't even exist yet. She got pissed and decided to sue them. Now, people ask, why is she suing now? Why didn't she sue earlier? She couldn't sue earlier because none of us knew that Black Widow was going to Disney Plus until April. That's when they announced it. So nobody even knew till then. They were telling her the whole time, we weren't going to do it. So when it happened in April... She tried to get her people to renegotiate. Disney was like, I'm altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> you know? Basically, that's what I'm... The, the pretty, <laughs> yeah, pretty much what happened. So, and that's what's going on right now. So, yeah, so basically what we have going on right now, Black Widow versus <laughs> Mickey Mouse Civil War Two. So, here's my thing, Eli. People, I don't know if people know about it. And like I said, I know you don't care about it. I know a lot of people don't care about it. But I'm seeing people like halfway putting their you know their two cents into it and that's siding with disney like how are you gonna side with disney <laughs> on this situation like let's be honest do, do people hate women that much <laughs> i mean because this is one of the chris's or rdj going after disney for mon- their money you know people get pissed off you know doesn't matter whether or not uh the movie should have came out in 2015 or the movie sucked or you don't like taskmaster doesn't matter contract is a contract so yeah. That's that's my whole thing with that. From what I understand is the streaming service, that's a whole nother thing. And that's not factored into their contract. The actor, Right. It didn't even know. exist. Disney Plus didn't yeah. even exist when her contract. So if signed. they're going to release everything on the streaming service, it sounds like Disney is going for Disney is basically saying, fuck the movie theaters. Right. And, um, you know. Because the thing is, the movie theater were uh, complaining about this last week. We didn't talk yeah. about it. But it was the same thing Scott Johansson was saying. So. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, you know, the, the, the streaming isn't included in the contract. So they should have rego- renegotiated if, they were, if that was the case. Um, right. Because but, but things his, changed yeah. And, yeah. and they should have, you know, looked at the numbers again. And she should, she we, should we get We can't predict COVID. Yeah, we couldn't yeah. predict COVID. But here's the thing. Streaming has another side of it also. Okay, so, yes. In the first weekend, it made sixty million on Disney Plus. However, it hurts the theaters in other ways also. For instance, okay, yeah, we saw the movie in the theater. Well, I saw the movie in the theater, stuff like that. But some people paid to see the movie, and some of you sell the seven seas with the big homie Jack Sparrow. I'm not calling names, but you know who you are. Now the <laughs> problem is with 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 uh, streaming out there. That means they have bootlegs online the same day and these aren't the bootlegs like from 2003 and 2006 you know where you see the guy's head in the background and he's pointing to the screen oh watch this scene right here this scene about people awesome. coughing and shit right here coughing babies crying we don't know those bootlegs aren't, don't exist anymore people were getting 4k quality bootlegs of black widow 4k 5.1 dolby digital surround sound bootlegs so if you get that why would i pay for disney plus 
why would I play, you know, go to the theaters to see that? So they were getting this stuff. And that's not even counting the people that were bumming off other people's accounts for Disney Plus. You know, oh, for every person that has password Disney Plus sharing and all that password shit. sharing, stuff like that, because they still haven't cracked that down yet. So for every one person that paid for Black Widow, five other people watched it. Yeah, it kills it kills repeat viewings. You know, oh, I saw Black Panther five, six times in the theater. If it's there in my theater, why would I go to the theater to see it five, six times? <laughs> if I could <laughs> yeah. just watch it right there, you know? Yeah. So it, so streaming does a lot of things. It's a lot of things going on right now. And actually, Scarlett Johansson, she kind of opened up the floodgates. Other people yeah. are coming after Disney, too, because not just her, but you got uh, Emma Stone. I can't pick name it. Emma Stone, she's pissed off about Cruella also going on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. So she's thinking about going after them. Well, Emily that, Bl- oh, go ahead. I was saying Emily Blunt. Oh, they released okay. that Jungle Cruise on Disney Plus, which is also bombing. So she yeah. might go after Disney. Oh, uh, oh, and some weird shit. Gerard Butler is is came forward. He's pissed about Olympus is falling. Oh, okay. saying they didn't pay him for a movie back in 2013. But, but they yeah. did this with Dune, like Denny Villeneuve, the director of Dune, and a bunch of those cast members went after Warner Brothers over the HBO Max thing, and they basically said, okay, they re- they renegotiated. And said, okay, right. we're going to give you your cut, you know, because, yeah, the, the streaming services are basically, the only people who profit off the streaming are the investors, are basically, right. you know, Wall Street assholes, you know. It ain't right. the artists, it ain't the movie made, it ain't the filmmakers, the creative, the creative minds behind all this entertainment that we love and we consume basically are getting fucked out of this deal. Um, right. And, and the movie theaters. I mean, I've said this before, I mean... Movie theaters has to pay Disney to show their movies for a certain amount of time, and they and they have to on a certain amount of screens, you know. And now they're like they gotta pay they gotta pay Disney to keep this fuck to keep Black Widow in their theaters for so right. long. Meanwhile, and, no one's and, gonna watch it, you know. Right, and that's why Black Widow got banned in China because of this whole Disney streaming shit. They were like, if you're gonna show this same day streaming. We're not going to show you movies. It's done, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting percent. Like I said, Shang Chi comes out next month or something like that. Uh, Black Widow is the last Disney Plus streaming movie they're coming out with. They're, they're done with it after that, so yeah. it's going to be theaters only. So yeah, we'll see her- if it, you know if it goes up from there. So. Yeah, give ScarJo her fucking money. She's done with this role, you know. You know she she did her work, and now she's going to go back to, you know, doing movies that no one's going to watch because Disney fucked up cinemas right <laughs> and, and they the own everything parks. right <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. right a bunch of movies no one's gonna watch because they're not superhero movies or they're not disney movies and and yeah you know um she may want yeah. an oscar or two you know that's yeah. on a movie that yeah she was nominated for oscars for movies we haven't seen <laughs> right <laughs> she didn't have to put on tight leather or anything like that but she still yeah. got nominated you know yeah. and um, people so, are just yeah. acting like why why is she going at the disney Oh, uh, that means she won't be able to come back to the MCU. She got killed off. Why would she yeah. come back? <laughs> like, let it go. Here's my thing, though, Eli. I wonder if Marvel's going to take it out on the Black Widow character because of what's going on. Well, I heard Kevin Feige's even pissed off. He's, like, siding yeah. with her, too. I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Feige was the one that told her to do it. <laughs> to <Yeah>. sue him, <laughs> you know. Now, that's my thing. If they piss off, yeah, they, you, you can piss off ScarJo, you know. But you don't want to piss off Kevin Feige. He's your golden goose. <laughs> because the moment he leaves, you know who's going to be on the fall. Eh, 
DC, <laughs> can you come over here and fix Superman for us? Hey, you Zack know? Snyder. Hey, we you want to write Marvel? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be flip flop. <laughs> Zack Snyder. Just like Avenger. James Gunn. James Gunn went over and did DC. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like immediately, they wasted no time. <laughs> Hell, Josh Wheaton, they wasted no time. So yeah, they will waste no time getting Kevin Feige the case. Kevin Feige, please go to DC, save them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we, we we done with that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I, well, now we can go to what you were talking about. We're going to talk about your guy, uh, oh, okay. Taika Waititi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying his name right. I think I'm. I think I'm that's that. I think that's the way. Taika Waititi. Oh. I think. Okay. Pretty sure. I just saw this article today. I was like, hey, we got anything else to talk about? So yeah. So Taika Waititi is was at originally making a Flash Gordon animation, but now it's going to be a live action movie now. So, and that's about all we know. <laughs> We don't know oh, I, who's going to be in it. We don't know when it's going to be released because this dude's got like a thousand shit, you know, coming out like in the next right. few Not years. Not his own personal projects, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's doing right now, he's doing Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be doing a Star Wars movie. Really? Um, yeah. They, they gave him a Star Wars. They don't know what it's about yet, but they he's contracted to do a Star Wars movie. He's been directing episodes of Mando, The Mandalorian as well as mm-hmm. voice and characters on the show. He's got that Reservation Dogs. He's co-creator on Is that, that, that show. Is that him? Yeah, okay. on that, yeah, that show that I'm excited for, the Native American you know, comedy show coming on Hulu. I think it's next week. He's like co-creator of that. Um, yeah, he was supposed to do an Akira. Well, was that Jordan Peele? Who's doing Akira? He was, I think they were talking to him about doing Akira. They were going back and forth, yeah. yeah. But now, and then now he's they're got playing, this flash playing hot potato thing. with that franchise. Yeah. <laughs> and in the middle of that, he won an Oscar for fucking uh, that uh, Jojo flash. Rabbit. Flash. Yeah, Gabe knows it. Yeah. Flash. Universe. Yeah, Flash, I mean, Flash Gordon, I mean, it was, an, a, what, a comic book back in the 40s or whatever? Uh, space, Hulk, space serial. Yeah. It was inspiration for Star Wars. Like, yeah. George Lucas tried to get Flash Gordon. They wouldn't send the right Flash Gordon. He's like, screw you. I'm going to just make my own version. So, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, they made uh, the, uh, the, 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 the movie in the 80s that we all know, that we all grew up on, all us old motherfuckers. You know, Flash. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Queen did the soundtrack. Oh, <laughs> just a man. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Taika Waititi, he, he's got a. Uh, you know, a very eclectic, very humorous, very kind of a goofy way of doing things. He he's more of a comedy. He he likes to inject a lot of humor in everything he does. It's kind of like dark humor though, like stuff yeah. you probably shouldn't laugh at, like when he dressed as Hitler, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, he, he made it worse. Yes, he turned the Holocaust into a comedy. Right. So, <laughs> um, it was it was some sad moments and very poignant, moving moments, but it was still very funny it was a satire he was making fun of how ridiculous you know nazis were um i mean and like of course, I said, he wasn't the first he wasn't the first one to pull it out mel brooks did it too oh yeah yeah he might yeah. both of them are jewish <laughs> you know just as hitler <laughs> um and then uh what we do in shadows he did that the, mm-hmm. you know the parody of the vampire documentary and that was hilarious you know so yeah he's got a kind of a goofy sense of humor so and of course thor ragnarok was hilarious too you know, yeah, a lot of funny about the apocalypse, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We laughed at, yeah, we laughed at Asgard getting blown up. <laughs> no, it pissed a lot of people off, but hey, <laughs> yeah, rip roaring comedy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, interested to see what he does with uh, Flash Gordon. 
So we'll see with that one. So let's see what we got now. Oh, this is also you. Is it? Yep. Oh, Chucky. Chucky, yep. Again. Um, yeah, so la- was it last week they released a teaser trailer? It was only like the 30 teaser, seconds? They, yeah. So this week they just released the whole official full trailer of the Ch- Chucky TV series that is going to be on Sci-Fi. And I got to say, it looks pretty fucking cool. Um, Brad Dorff sounds like he's back doing the voice. Um, we got some kid who looks like he's, uh, you know, an outcast. He's being bullied. And he gets this Chucky doll and starts to talk to it. And Chucky does his Chucky shit, you know, getting knives and murdering people. And it's Chucky. What do you want? You know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like I said, stick to the formula. (laughs) Don't turn Chucky into like a robot Terminator doll. that Ultron and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That like that hacks into the internet and controls drones and smart cars and shit. Just stick to the formula. (laughs) As corny as it is, you know, voodoo doll gets possessed by serial killer and, goes on a murder and rampage that's all we want and that's what like the, that's what, what it looks like this show has given us so i'm excited it comes out it, it looks cool it comes out in october and it does have like that autumn orange you know hue to it so uh perfect uh for halloween season so i'm pretty excited nice okay uh yeah kiss the word k-i-s-s keep it simple stupid that's, <laughs> that's my band director always said so yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah so okay i got a surprise for you eli this is on me now this is on me i wanted to save this one this one because my boy is back the goat ben affleck i don't care what anybody say best batman that's mine <laughs> and he is back this is not some we got this covered type thing that bruce wayne i mean like ben affleck maybe back like that no he is back he is here they saw him on set he is driving the bat cycle or his stunt double, one or the other. But either way, he's on his way, you know. So it's just funny, Eli, that the day of that he was driving the bat cycle, the morning of he was rubbing J-Lo's booty. So, <laughs> so like the best of both worlds. I mean, he he really thinks he's Bruce Wayne. I was about to say, <laughs> he ain't acting. <laughs> he ain't acting. He's just like, oh, I'm, I'm not Batman? Really? I mean, look at it. People saying he got in, in better shape for J-Lo than he did for Batman. <laughs> So, yeah, that's all I got to say. Like I said, he is the goddamn bat flick. <laughs> that being said, Eli, segue into you. You already know where we're going with this. Okay. So Come on, you know. Um, yeah, you know where we're going with this. Oh, yeah. speaking of Batman, the goddamn Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Uncle Frank. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna you, honestly, I don't know what this story is, but I'm just curious to see. Anytime we get to talk about Frank Miller, I just want to talk about Frank Miller because oh, I don't know what direction we're gonna talk about Frank Miller. So, yeah, okay. Um, you want me to take it? <laughs> Go for it, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what okay, I should have read or took notes, but some yeah, I, I didn't read it, so yeah. some <laughs> comic convention in the UK, I believe. There's some comic convention, and Frank Miller was supposed to be there. But some Muslim artist decided not to, or basically said she was not going to attend if Frank Miller was going to be there. Because she is still salty about his book, Holy Terror. Holy Terror, yeah. And so the comic convention decided to cancel Frank Miller's (laughs) appearance. Frank Miller is canceled. 
Yeah. It's so like, he, you're like 40 years too late, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, back in what, 2000? Whenever 9-11 was. 2005, a few years after 9-11, yeah. Frank Miller wrote a book called Holy Terror. It was a. It was originally it was supposed, supposed to be a Batman. It was yeah. supposed to be a Batman book. <laughs> Right, but DC, but DC like, read it. Like, no, no you ain't. <laughs> Batman ain't gonna. Batman's an asshole. But he ain't this much of an asshole, right? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so, um, so Frank Miller turned it into this vigilante who goes around uh, killing Islamic terrorists, um, and it was very. It's been accused. I have never read it, you know. Um, you you just hear about it. I, I heard about it. it. Like everybody, hey, like Grant Morrison, even Stan Lee said this thing's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. No PC, no PR spin. Just like no. Fuck this this is outdated garbage or something. He said. <laughs> you know, um, it's been accused of as being Islamist, Islamophobic because yeah, this guy goes around killing uh, Muslim terrorists. Um, you know. Uh, and but a few years ago, Frank Miller has come out and apologized and said, yeah, I it was a reaction to 9-11. I was very angry at the time. And I you know, basically apologized for it, said I could never write this book again. It was a bad time in my life. I mean, he was a New Yorker. He was there when it happened, when it happened. And, right. You know, and Islamophobia post 9-11 was at an all time high, like it was dangerously high. So. Not, yeah. not not forgiving. And that's the thing about it, Eli. Like, we always forgive Frank. We always forgive Uncle Frank for all the shit he does. I mean, we know he always write racist shit, sexist shit, homophobic, transphobic shit, Islamic bigoted shit. He always does that, but we love him anyway. Why? Because yeah. we just do. I don't know. <laughs> Why do we let him get away with this shit? Why does he get a pass well, for everything? Well, for one thing, all that shit was like back in the 80s when everyone was doing it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> It was, it was back in the eighties. It was back in the eighties. You could do anything. I mean, what's he written last? Was it the the Dark Knight three or whatever? Right, and where he it, made fun of Trump or some shit. Which I was like, you making fun of Trump? I thought yeah. you were. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, turning <laughs> Superman into a dick, and you know. Yeah, I'm just saying, like anybody that read Frank Miller, I I can understand people outside of you know our circle, Eli, can get offended by him, you know, because every black person he write is a pimp or a thug. Every woman he writes is a prostitute. You know, that's just how it is. It's he always have Nazis pop up some kind of way, like for some reason whatsoever. I don't know. They might be cross dressing. They might be real Nazis. They might be black Nazis. He has Samuel Jackson as a Nazi. I forgot about that shit. Oh, that's right. In the shadow, he did do in the shadow. Oh, oh the spirit, the spirit, the spirit. One of them shits. It doesn't matter. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, he's, uh... but you just go with it. You just like. I don't know. He's we we, we, we give yeah. him a pay. It's, you know yeah. what, Eli, because he's he's our old racist uncle. That's just Uncle Frank. Just let him he's go. He's like Archie no. Bunker. He's, yeah. You know, like, he's from a, you know, he's from an old time. He He's learning. He's tolerant. Yeah. He, is to, he is tolerant. That's the thing. He right. he, he, he goes with the flow. <laughs> right. He, he's, he's trying. He's trying. Yeah, but, he tries. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's from, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> he's just from that era. Yeah. We grew up it. We we understand, but I can understand people just not getting into him. Might not understand, but 
that's that's yeah. Uncle Frank for you. You know. Yeah, I mean, and again, like I said, just a few years ago, he apologized for the book. He apologized right. for it. Um, you know, so what do you want? I mean, this is where you know I, I can understand boycotting people and all that shit. But yeah, I mean, I do think people need to evolve. You know, people can evolve. People can learn. You know, and uh, right. That's, and that's the that's, thing. I don't know when. Yeah. That's the one thing I have a problem with cancel culture is like, it, it, you know, they're, they're bringing up shit that happened years 20, ago. 30. This yeah. was, yeah, that book came out like over 10 years ago. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it was a lot, it was, you know, I, I'm not making excuses for it, but you know, um, he, you know, we, I mean, yeah, we had different attitudes back then, you know, and uh, you know, we, we, we are evolving now. You know? Right. I mean, we're, we're all evolving, not just Frank, us as a culture. We're realizing that the shit we did used to be fucked up and we're all trying to learn and trying to get better at the stuff. You know, yeah, that that's the whole point of growing. That's the whole point of evolving. I, I feel like, like I said, she had a problem with Frank. She shouldn't have canceled Frank. Let Frank show up, have a conversation with him, have a sit down with him. You know, don't you know that's the thing we don't need to do is sweep the stuff on the road you like you know what this reminds me of like you want to cancel stuff from like way way back in the past that and it's it may be racist but i don't have a problem with it dukes of hazards <laughs> i'm just saying the thing about dukes of hazards because i just thinking about it that every friday i used to watch dukes of hazard right before dallas came on and that was my friday but i didn't know how problematic dallas was i mean not dallas dallas was cool no, Dallas was fucked up too. Now I think about it, but <laughs> Dukes of Hazzard, <laughs> Dukes of Hazzard, I didn't realize how problematic it was. You know, you had the Confederate flag on a car called the General Lee. You know, one of the protagonists, one of the main characters of this show, was named after Confederate general Bo Duke. His they name had is short toys. For we had they toys had toys. <laughs> I had the toy. I had the toy of the General Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had that toy, just had no problem with all that. But yeah, Bo Duke is short for PT Beauregard, the Confederate general. And he was the smart one of the Duke boys because he was named after a general. So he was the strategist of the Duke boys. So it's it's yeah, fucked you're up. Deep, you're deep into the mythology. Yes, I'm deep in the lore <laughs> of the Dukes of Hazards. Yeah. I don't know why I know this shit. I just know this shit because I used to watch it on Friday night. But then I started sitting on this stuff. Oh, we're canceling Dukes of Hazards. We can't show Dukes of Hazards anymore. I'm like, why you cancel Dukes of Hazards? Oh, that's why you cancel Dukes of Hazards. And hey, I, I I try to be woke as woke as I can. But you know, as a native, I still watch Indiana Jones. <laughs> wait, wait, what's wrong with Indiana Jones? I'm trying to think. He'd be, what, he'd what? be grave robbing all these native sites and shit. Oh, yeah. He does do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> the first movie, that's what he's doing. He's going into a sacred indigenous site and stealing their gold. <laughs> but it's a it's a fun thing. Like, Star Wars yeah. ripped it off, you know? Yeah, that's, that's right, you know, it's, it's fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watching that cave of booby traps. Like, damn, these are some badass natives that booby trapped this cave and shit to keep these fucking colonizers out and shit but indiana jones got through because indiana jones is a shit <laughs> right and i'm sorry no matter what frank does says or anything like that i am never canceling frank miller i can't do it i'm sorry it's, i understand he did some fucked up shit i can't cancel him. it's like what's her so. said uh what's her face said on um on rutherford falls i'm allowed one problematic movie or something <laughs> right dukes of hazard is my hall pass or something i don't know so, yeah. oh man is this on me now i guess it's on me let yeah. me go next okay all right so 
oh yeah the video game section I, I hate this shit i hate this topic that we're talking about because uh sony just made an announcement that the ps5 just sold 10 million units making it the fastest selling playstation console of all time and i'm pissed because i still don't know anybody that has one all they're doing is yeah you know why because all of that 10 million they sold went to scalpers and bots and all this shit like that so they're buying this shit left and right nobody else get their hands on one because they're buying them so the moment they go on walmart or best buy or target there's some bot some ai program that just buys all of them up and they just stuck in a a warehouse somewhere that nobody else get their hands on and they resell them four thousand dollars nine hundred dollars whatever you want to be wait till christmas comes around eli you're gonna see some ridiculous prices for these ps5s because some retailer on amazon is some third party is going to resell them like that gabe got I, one how much you pay it, for it <laughs> god damn it gabe you're reselling ain't you you're one of them you're one of them i know it is i'm i'm, I'm snitching on you i'm reporting you just one <laughs> you only got one gabe <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I have five, but yeah. All right. So what color the next, you want? Right. <laughs> Spray painted everything. The Nike version. All right. So next one, just quick one. Uh now this one is now, even though Eli, we said that you know there wasn't any sad news. This is sad news. Because Forza 7 is going out of production. Xbox, uh, Microsoft's gonna stop selling it. So on September 15th. It would no longer be for sale. They're removing off the Xbox store. They're removing all the DLC out of the Xbox store. And you won't be able to buy it. I think it has something to do with like the license agreement, stuff like that. So when I heard that news, you know, it made me go like that fast and furious. It's been a long time. You, my <laughs> friend? Reason because that's my favorite racing game. I love that game. It, like it's realistic. You're driving. You got stick shift and all stuff like that. Now it's going away. I'm like, man, what I got left now? Grand Theft Auto or some shit. I don't know. So let's see. Getting up 3 a.m. Uh, stuck in the warm-up. Oh, yeah, you did. I remember you did say you did that shit. I'm not, I'm not that dedicated, Gabe. I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, remember, I, I don't nobody ever remember. See, they don't do midnight releases anymore like they used to. I remember back in like the 2000s, like when Halo and shit. No, NBA 2K. And there was always a fight broke out. But anyway, <laughs> I think we're getting sidetracked. Uh, she can move on to the. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so we move on to the next part of the podcast. Sure. Okay, so this is the comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books, and we're just gonna just jump into it. Uh, Eli, should I go first? Sure. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, did you did you read um Superman sort of Kaleo? I did. Cool. You can help me out with this. Let me give me a chance to get set up on this one. Uh, I'm gonna do it, but I just want to show everybody that this is actually was teased in in a future state where Jonathan Kent was going to become the new Superman. So that's where we are right now. And that's where this book starts. Oh, let me sign in real quick. Get in there. I am not set up at all for this. But yeah, anyway, giving uh, some people some backstory about what's going on right now. Future State, basically, we don't really know what happened to Superman. It's not that they didn't say. I just didn't read it. I don't care. He's gone. In space with the authority, I think, or not the authority. Oh, yeah. He was doing some, he's losing his powers, according to that book. If that book is canon. I don't know. Which it may or may not be. We don't know what Grant Morrison nowadays. It's like, is it Ken yeah. Grant Morrison? Sure. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right. So I just want to just show the, uh, what do we got here? Yeah. Okay. So we got that. I'm going to do a quick 
stop screen yep share screen put that up there and just show you where the book because the cover of the book is a homage it is a nod to an older book uh because like i said that is superman son of kal-el this is actually a reference to the 1939 issue of superman and yes i read the book actually so that's where that whole thing came from so let's just jump into it let's just see exactly what we got um yeah, so basically the book starts off with Superman fighting off an alien invasion. Alien invasions are shooting him, stuff like that. Right before he starts, John Jones saying, uh-uh, you got to be somewhere else. He's like, I, I got to stop this thing first. Like, and John Stewart shows up, nope, we got this. So the Just League, John Marshman Hunter, John Stewart, they said, this alien invasion is not even that big a deal. On a scale of one to six, I give it a uh, four. You know, <laughs> it's not even that much. So you got something to do. So he goes back to the Fortress of Solitude. And who's standing at the Fortress of Solitude? batman of course and batman is like you're late and he's just like i look i got i got comms with i'm locked in with john jones and martian manhunter i know everything that's going on i can protect your family and i can protect uh the earth at the same time why because i'm batman you know so he goes in apparently what's going on is that john uh lois lane is having a baby she's having john kent you know their, their son and the whole book about that and wonder woman keeps saying all the stuff about he may be the best of all of us and batman is basically saying that uh i've done some run some dna tests on him while he's in the womb he may be stronger than kal-el when it's all said and done but you know that's either here or there so we go to present day and we got jonathan kent uh in a california fire forest fire and they're trying to escape escape some people but the fire is so so deep that it actually melts the tires of the of the fort of the of the fire truck or whatever like that so he shows up uses super breath blows out the uh the fire and you know saves everybody while he's doing that he can hear what's causing the fire and it's a guy in the middle of it so he flies over there to the guy and the army is shooting at the guy but he's so hot that the bullets are melting before he even gets a chance to get there you know so when he gets there they uh decided to just call an airstrike on him just shoot him down so they shoot the airstrike at him and jonathan grabs him and says like nope vision blows missile up he was like you're not going to shoot this guy because it's a real guy in there i'm going to go in there and going to talk to him you guys just make the situation worse so he goes in there talk to him says my name is john uh and the guy says i don't know who i am i don't know where i came from i don't know how i got these powers he was like and he reads his heartbeat his heartbeat is racing so he knows that his heart rate is tied to his powers so he just calms him down he gives him a hug calms him down that's all he does doesn't fight him doesn't do anything like that calms him down and that's that's it so the army, you know, takes them and they think it's okay. And when Jonathan flies out, to, you know, stop the forest from raging, uh, the army, boom, conks him in the head. With a superhero, he's like, what, what the hell? So he goes out in there and says, he's like, what, what are you doing with this guy? He was like, look, if this guy, this guy is a danger to us, the army is going to take him back and we're going to find out what the hell, how he got his powers. And you don't want to stand against us, Superman, if that's what your name is, Superman. Because you don't want to fight the government. So he pointed guns at him and he just lets him go. So it turns out he was telling this whole story to Damon, who's hiding out in the court of Martiz, that island that was in the Dark Knight Returns. Also Batman 89, but we're not talking about that. And Damien is being hunted by ninjas. So he's saying, We can continue the conversation. Just let me deal with these ninjas in between time while we're fighting and shit like that. So apparently this must be real time because Damien saying he's still in is still in that that tournament. So I guess it's all going on at the same time. So while he's fighting ninjas, he's talking. They're throwing a ninja star at Superman. He's just like, really? You know, he's trying to chop him with a knife or with a sword. He just grabs him. Damien punches him. 
but basically telling them is that you can do more than what your dad did yeah you can do more than just put out fires you know uh nin- ninjas are easy to punch the climate crisis you know inequality you know erosion of free rise of demigods all the stuff like that all the real problems that people are dealing with you just can't punch your way out of that so then damien hands them a a, a live stream or a podcast of something called the truth and it basically was telling what's really going on with what there's going on in the world the same thing that your mom was trying to uncover when she was a reporter to david planet that's why you want to do more because you got your mom's gene you're not just superman you're lois lane also and he was like well i don't want to make people nervous who like some people in the world need to be nervous so what does the symbol stand for it stands for truth justice and a better world now gomer thinks this is going to be controversial i don't think so this was dealt back in 2006 whatever like that uh and so damon just tells him look you can be more than superman why you know fight the symptoms when you can be the cure and that's the story so fight the truth so uh like i said tom taylor y'all your strong story what do you expect so it's more of what we expect from tom taylor best superman story i've read since Bendis took over, you know, basically. <laughs> so thank you for saving up from Bendis. Let's see what do we got here. Uh, so this is in continuity birth. Yes, okay. So let me explain that. Uh, convergence. No, Gabe. Let me explain it because that's kind of hard to explain. Yes, technically he was born in Convergence. However, Mister Mixio Plicknick retconned everything. So like, just like when Wonder Woman and Superman used to have a relationship where they used to get busy, gone, never happened don't talk about it it's like fight club never happened so and even in that story they said that wonder woman and batman was there at the force of solitude while they were giving birth to jonathan kent so they rewrote history and that's the history that happened in mr missio picnic storyline that he rewrote so yeah that's what's going on so overall good strong story 4.5 out of 5 i'm just glad to finally read a good superman story even though it's the son of superman Still, and I want to see what Tom Taylor because, like I said, Tom Taylor, when he's let off the leash, he can make some wild stories. So, so I want to see where he goes with this. So, yeah, he's basically anything that he's writing, I'll give it a look, mm-hmm. you know, just because he writes, he, he, he injects like humanity and makes me give a shit about these motherfuckers, right? Yeah, because he yeah. can have Jonathan just punching bad guys left and right in Metallo and you know, Zod and also like that, but we've seen that. You know, in the world we're in now, superheroes have to do more than just punch people. We want to see them do yeah. something else. So. He's like, "What? How can I be a better Superman?" You know, instead mm-hmm. of being like, you know, pussy whip, fucking Kal El, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, since we're doing DC, should I do Batman? We got Batman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Batman. Uh, Batman Rep- Reptilian. Reptilian number two. Number two. Written by Garth Ennis and art by Liam Sharp. Liam Sharp is doing weird art. Weird, weird art. Uh, he likes to experiment. Yeah, it's not the it's not the normal Liam Sharp shit. It's like more, you know, very abstract. It's a horror. He's basically they're going for a horror movie. Oh, let me let me it's basically a horror movie. Yeah. Very, very oh here, you want to see it again? Okay, yeah. Um, I'm thinking it's just the the coloring. I think he's the same. It's the like coloring. Maybe the inking is different, and it's making, yeah, it's like it more airbrush. Yeah. yeah, it's more airbrush. Yeah, airbrush. Yeah, exaggerated, more abstract. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a black but, label book, right? 
yeah, it's black label, so it's not in continuity. This is just a you know a cool Batman story. So basically, something is going around and killing Batman's villains. It ain't Killer Croc. It's not Killer Shark. Um, and Batman's basically investigating. He's got a dude on the inside, kind of a one of a. He's got a guy kind of infiltrating a Joker thug kind of going into all the meetings and shit. And basically the, the villains are freaked out and they're trying to, they think it's Batman doing this, but uh, you know, and they're finding out that it ain't. So, um, so I got an image to share. So Batman goes out, he's trying to figure out what's going on here. And this was great. <laughs> oh, wait, image, show, share this image, share, share screen. This shit made me laugh my ass off. Mm-hmm. So Batman's in the Batmobile. Okay. You know. Add stream. Okay. Yeah. So he's in the Batmobile and he's investigating uh, like a, a, a meeting, a villain me, a rogues gallery meeting. A bunch of the Batman villains got together, you know, Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy. They all got together and they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Who's killing everybody, you know, or, and they're trying to like, they think it's Batman, so they're sort of, you know, trying to figure out how to way to get rid of Batman. So Batman's in the Batmobile, and he's cruising down the alley by the, uh, by, you know, where the meeting's at. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of thugs come running. As you can see, here's the Batmobile. A bunch of thugs come running. They're swarming them. You see, like, the Batmobile's giving them, giving them you know, giving them warnings, like, you know, you know warning, you know, uh, being surrounded, all that shit, you know. <laughs> And you can see here, they're all jumping on the Batmobile. All these thugs just jumping on the Batmobile. And what does Batman do? Let's see. Get it there. He like shocks them all. <laughs> Electrocutes everybody. I <laughs> oh, like the Batmobile shocks everybody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The electric. Yeah. The Batmobile electrocutes everybody. And then Batman, like, there's a couple left. Like, hey man, we're trying to. We're trying. To, we need help. We're asking you for help us. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously some they're at the meeting and that thing came and killed a bunch of people and all the thugs went running out and, you know, saw bat like bat basically ran to Batman for help, <laughs> <laughs> but Batman shocked them all. <laughs> so he tells them, yeah, there's uh something's attacking us. Go in there and look, uh, Batman goes in there. He sees fucking, you know, Mr. Freeze all hanging upside down, all bleeding out and shit. And he's like interrogating him. He's like, it came and it came and grabbed, you know, it, it's acting kind of like a shark. Like it's like taking a bite out of us, but then throw it and then spitting us out because he doesn't like the taste or something, kind of like a great white shark. But it ain't killer, hmm. killer shark though. Um, okay. So Batman goes and looks and then he finds, can I zoom in here? Let me try to zoom in. Can I zoom? No, I can't. How do I do that? I need to learn how to use my computer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. There we go. So he goes down. He, he there's poison ivy. He finds poison ivy, and she's been scalped. <laughs> wow. Okay. So he's like, okay, I got to figure out what you know what, what's going on here. He doesn't, you know. Um, let me get out of this. Uh, and then yeah, so he leaves and basically tells the his one guy on the inside. Like even the Joker is like kind of freaking out. Doesn't know what's happening and shit. You know, let me get out of this. Is that the last one? I don't know. Anyways, 
uh, it basically ends with, uh, you know, Batman going and, uh, you know, getting back, <laughs> you know, getting back into his, uh, his, uh, the Batmobile and telling Alfred, you know, yo, um, you know, basically get ready where I got to take samples, blah, blah, blah. He's investigating shit. And then he, uh, I don't have the image, but then he, uh, tries to pour himself some coffee and then he noticed that Alfred did not pack him coffee. And he's like, damn it, Alfred. <laughs> and that's how it ends. Yeah. It's like Brad, this book was kind of was funny. It was funny. I was, I was Yeah, there's some laughing. dark humor to it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's basically Garth Ennis turning Batman into a you know an asshole. He's a total ass and even Alfred's a pompous prick and shit. It's it was funny. I, I was like laughing a lot. Um so yeah. It's a murder mystery. He's investigating what this thing is that's killing all his all his villains, uh, and like like really like ripping them apart and shit. So, um, yeah. Okay. So I give it a four out of five. I'm digging this. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, and I, I'll mention uh, in the new detective comic, there was a story in the back where Man Bat dies. Um, it turns out that he was. Uh, being possessed by some demon from the Tower of Fate. And oh, okay. the only way to uh, destroy it was if nobody else, basically, if you know about, he's kind of like Freddy Krueger, where if you know about this demon, then it'll like, he lives off the fear. So the more people that know about him are scared of him, well, you know, the power, more powerful he gets. So in his, he battles this demon, he kills it, but he's also dying. And then Batman tries to save him. And he's like, hey, um, don't tell anybody what happened. Because the more people that know about this demon, the more powerful he gets. So let this secret die with me. So he kind of dies as a hero. And um, Nice. Because I knew they were trying to reform Man Bat for a while. Yeah. They kind of had like Beast, didn't he? Like he had a, like a lab coat and glasses and stuff. And Yeah. And like it yeah. shows at the end, it shows like Batman at his grave like an unmarked grave. Like he wasn't allowed to have a funeral or basically tell anybody how man bat died, you know? Um, and then it shows like man bats, what's his name? Kurt or whatever. Uh, Kurt Langstrom. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, um, his wife at the grave and Batman's watching her and stuff. So I don't know. If yeah. It, cause, cause she's been Batman, man, bat, woman, bat, whatever. She's been one yeah. before too. So. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, let me see. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a to continue. Like it's going to be an on, it was only 10. It's like the little story in the back of the main book. So it was only 10 pages, but it says to be continued. So maybe they're going to continue this man, bad story. So, but I, I enjoyed that more than the main detective story. <laughs> <laughs> they make you pay for both of them though. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah. So like I said, this is another week of milestone milestone drops a new books before. I'll be honest with you. I read both. I read Icon and Static. Honestly, Eli, that Static book sucked again. I don't know what's going on with that book. I'm not even going to bother reviewing it. I just want to let you know it sucked. Nothing I read it too. With it. So, what what would you think about it? I'm just just quick thoughts. Um, I'm not into it as much as I thought I would be. I will say that. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say it sucked, but no, um, I, I think it's badly written. I don't even think like it's not for me. I just think it's badly written. Yeah, I like just the not, artwork on everything like that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just not. I, I did like this. I'd like Static or Icon and Rocket. <laughs> it's better, but there's a reason why, and I get into that also. So I'm yeah. going to talk about Icon and Rocket. 
Uh, so I kind of rock it with the book I do want to talk about. And the reason we'll talk about it because of something very specific that happened in it. Or just the fact that what happened. We'll talk about it. Okay. So, like I said, for those who don't know who Icon and Rocket are, Icon is basically Black Superman or Milestone Superman. He's been that flagship guy. And, oh, wrong one. Fucked up. Let's get out of that. So, yeah, he's their, their flagship guy. So, he was also their first hero. Pretty much the same power as Superman. Basically, like what we have Superman was black. Why they trying to do Michael B. Jordan's all the stuff like that. They dealt with Mikon dealt with this thing back in 1992, whenever this book came out, you know. So that's Icon of Rocket for you. So basically, how the book starts off is basically a retelling of the origin that happened back in the 90s. No, and basically it's just like Superman. He's an alien, you know. Uh, and but the thing is, he was on his way to home from a spaceship, but some other like terrorist alien came aboard, uh, destroyed the ship. And he was the only one, but he couldn't make everybody else escape, so he had to escape on his own. So when he got out of there, he escaped, went to the nearest planet, which was Earth at the time, and landed. But he landed in Georgia of 1841, 1843. So, of course, in 1843, we know what was going around that time. There was a time doing slavery. So he was actually found by two slaves. Uh, I don't know what the male's name was, but the mother's name was Mary. It's it's everybody think oh this is just like Superman's in, uh, origin. It's not Superman's story. This is Jesus' story. This is Moses' story. This is Hercules' story. This is Horus' story. This is all the story. It's the same story of mythology about the Savior coming down all through time. It's the same thing with this. Like they were looking at North Star, they go there and they find it, and that's what. Well, going some on. people say that you can say that about Superman too. That you know, it's a, was, it's a yeah yeah that he was he was. You know, he he was he he was found in a manger or in a basket, basically sailing down the sea of or the river of space, and found it, by an it's, old. It's couple. Moses, yeah, yeah it's Moses. Yeah, retelling, it's Moses. like I said, yeah, yeah, because his creators was Jewish, so they just like we're just gonna make our own character, and they just yeah. retold the same story. So, but that same origin keeps popping up over and over again. So, no, it's not Superman. It was taken way before Superman was even a thing. But yeah, yeah. So, this is uh, why this is why comic books matter. <laughs> right <laughs> it's modern day mythology we keep yeah. saying it you know yeah. so anyway so like i said mary the slave she touches uh his spaceship and the first face he sees is hers so he morphs into that because it lets him know whatever planet he goes to he can morph into a person like that planet so he basically takes her dna and opens up the spaceship and it's a baby baby in a manger just like jesus moses superman whatever whatever you want to get is it's all there um Anyway, go to modern time and we go to Dakota City, which is where all the milestone plays take place. And Raquel is wants to get a typewriter and she thinks a typewriter is in this big mansion they're going to right now. Why does she want a typewriter? Because when the original story in 1992, that's what she wanted to get, a typewriter. In 1992, it made sense because typewriters were popular. In 2021, it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Why don't you get a cell phone or a computer like that? But they they actually say stuff like that. And they basically say the reason she wants a typewriter because she doesn't like social media or the internet because she knows that they take all your information. They know who you are. They whatever that, that type of stuff, you know? So they send in her boyfriend basically sends her in there first. Like you go in there, scout out the mansion. When you get in there, let us know. And we'll come in and follow you after. And they like, uh, so when are you going to, uh, when are you going to hit that? They're like, oh, nah, she's a good girl. Plus, I got plenty of side holes for that. So I applaud DC 
for using the word side hose in this story. <laughs> I just want to say that for a second. It was written by Bridgie Hudlin, so I know somebody had their finger on the pulse with that. This is not something Brian Michael Brian Michael Bender actually might do that, but because he probably heard it from a, I don't know, Drake song or something. But would but anyway. people get offended if Brian Michael Bendis wrote it? Absolutely. I'm getting offended just thinking about it. but yeah uh anyway she sneaks in she gets the house they look around they find out the oldest mansion's big and they realize that all depending on how old the pictures are it's the same guy in every picture you know so she goes snooping around like why i've there's most stuff going on and that's she icon shows up she's like oh shit he was so quiet they didn't know he was in the house with them so he goes there find them uh her boyfriend pulls a gun out on icon but he's shaking the whole time. And she's like, you're not going to do anything with that. He's like, yeah, I am. So he walks up closer to him and bam, shoots him in the chest. You know, and it's like, oh, shit, what do we do? But of course, it's Icon, superhero, doesn't do anything. Gets up. Uh, they try to run because they get scared like it's a horror movie. He just scoops them right up, all of them. Puts them in the, in the uh, room and basically tells them, I'll make a deal with you. You try to rob me. You try to kill me. But I don't want my secret getting out. So you leave here. Don't commit crime ever again, and don't tell anybody my secret, and I'll let you out of here. But you can't tell anybody, and you can't commit crime because if you do commit a crime, oh, and I think one, I think her boyfriend wet himself. <laughs> it's kind of hard to see, but I think you can see it right there. And he's like, if you if you do crime again, I will know. And he crushes it, and he's like, what girl? What are you doing here? She's like, I don't know. He's like, well, you better find out and fix your life. You know, he tells her, and that's it. So. She thinks about it the whole day about what's going on, uh, the boyfriend. Then she goes back to the mansion the next day and, you know, basically says, I want to talk to you. And he like, okay, you can talk to me. He like, I want you to be a superhero. He like, a super what? <laughs> you know, like he didn't even know what that is. He's like, look, you be a superhero. You fight crime. I'll be your sidekick and we can clean up the city, you know, because, and he's like, no, I don't want to be a superhero. You can't make me a superhero. He's like, I can convince you because, and like, what's the point of being a superhero? Because let's say I I do all these things. And I if I do all this stuff that other people can't do, how am I going to be an inspiration to people? And plus, all they're going to do is to blame me for the stuff that I don't do. So being a superhero is kind of stupid, you know. Uh, and she was like, well, what what about, don't you ever get upset when you see the dope boys on Martin Luther King? Martin Luther King stood for all this positive things and all these positive, similar stuff like that. But you got dope boys selling dope on his street named after his name. Like, doesn't that bother you or something? Like, they're basically pissing on his memory, you know. Uh, and she's just like, well, what you want me to do? You want me to get, get rid of the drug dealers? They're like, if I get rid of drug dealers, more drug dealers can pop up. We'll get rid of them, too. I can't because the way the system works, the economic structure works, there will always somebody on the corner selling drugs to escape poverty and despair. So there's nothing I can do about it. There will always be somebody there. You're like, can you at least try? So then we flash back 100 years earlier when another woman is basically telling him the same thing. Why don't you use your powers to do some good? And it turns out it's his wife. And you notice his wife is the spitting image of Raquel. So he changed his mind. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. And she's like, okay. And by the way, my name is Raquel. His name is Augustus Freeman. In the old book, his name was Augustus Freeman the fourth because he kept renaming himself when he ever got too old. But that's neither here nor there. So that's Icon and Rocket. So that story. So here's the thing, Eli. A lot of people don't know this. Because I guess they weren't around, but I can tell you, this is almost an exact retelling of the 1992 story. Like to the T, like almost everything had, they almost didn't change anything. They may have simplified the story, 
but everything pretty much plays out the exact same way she breaks in the house because of a boyfriend he stops her she comes back superhero all the stuff like that and yeah that's what happens so that's why this story is so good eli because Dwayne mcduffie wrote it <laughs> so of course it was good for him not even show you that story also i'm just gonna just show you real quick i'm not gonna review it anything but like I said, you will see the same beats play out. They don't even have dialogue at the beginning of it. It's just see the same spaceship. He escapes. He's a baby. He gets found by see the same thing. Uh she uh wants a typewriter. The same scene. They don't change anything except one main thing. They change the characterization of icon. See his thing in the old story, he's a Trump supporter. He's a black conservative. That's the thing about it. And that's the thing that Dwayne McDuffie really wanted to drive forward, that he was a black conservative. He's based on those black people that you see on Fox News. That was him. He thinks black people should get it by the bootstraps. He wouldn't do anything. And she has to be the one to convince him. So the old book wasn't, even though Icon was the main guy, Rocket was the star of that book. So I don't know how they're going to do it here, but we'll see. But that's all. But that's the reason this story was good, because Dwayne McDuffie wrote it. Static sucked because I don't know who the fuck wrote that shit. So I don't know. So hopefully, but at the same, I don't know if I want them to just keep retelling old stories. Do something different. Do something new. Just be good. I don't know. So that's all I got. Uh, well, I got more books, but what what, what you got after that? No, I was I enjoyed it. I actually I enjoyed it too, but yeah. because it was a better writer that wrote it. That's why. <laughs> that's the yeah. thing. I just shocked at the bottom line, slang and suicide. Say a fuck around and find out. Wait, did he say that? And had Superboy say fuck around. Wait, what are you talking about? In this? Gabe, in this? Not in this. What are you talking about? You, you lost me with that, Gabe. Okay. Uh, but yeah, what are we talking about? Uh, uh, yeah, but... Are you doing Shang-Chi? Yeah, I, I do Shang-Chi. Okay, I'll do Beta Ray Bill. Cool. All right. Last book. That's that's end of this run. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill, number five, written and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson. Mm-hmm. Colors by Mike Spicer. So, what's been going on? Beta Ray Bill, the Horseman Thor, has been on a quest to get Twilight because Thor broke his Stormbreaker axe, which allowed him to turn into a human every night. Or a humanoid. Or thing. yeah, back, back to his normal self. He's like a humanoid yeah. alien um, who got turned into this horse monster. Yeah. And um, he had Odin gave him a stormbreaker so that every night he can turn back into his normal self. And um, Lady Sif was about to bang him, but then was like, "Aren't you going to turn back into your human form? Because I don't want to fuck a horse." So and reject. <laughs> so he went on this quest. She's not into that. Yeah, yeah she's not into horse horses. Uh, <laughs> There's um, a whole section on certain websites that have it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he goes on this journey um, to find Twilight, Surtur's sword, and uh, and and take it from him. So him, Pip the Troll, Scourge, and Scuttlebutt, who turned into a hot robot has been on this quest, this Lord of the Rings fellowship uh, journey to basically hell or the, the, the whatever Heim, the Hellheim or whatever. Niflheim um, or yeah, and M- Muspelheim. Ha- yeah. yeah, Muspelheim. And they, you know, battling demons and shit. 
to get this uh to get the sword. So this is the final battle. He finally faces uh Surtur. And Bill is like, you know, uh I got some images. I got I, I took some fucking uh because I mean I love Daniel Warren Johnson's art. Mm-hmm. Um so basically Surtur's all gigantic and shit. And um and Bill's like, you know what, you know, if you're like a true warrior, you'd uh we'd have like mortal combat because I, you're, you, you're like a building. You're like, it's like me fighting a building. Why don't you shrink down to my size and we'll go at it. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll go toe to toe. So he does. So Surtur shrinks down to human size and him and Bill basically beat the shit out of each other and on top of a church, which is pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Okay. So there's the image. <laughs> yeah. So there's the image. You can see Daniel Warren Johnson, his art, his action, full of all this kinetic energy. Um, yeah. Surtur's beating the shit out of them. They, they kind of go back and forth, you know? Um, and then, uh, whoops. Uh, oh, I thought this was cool. So, um, Pip the Troll has a, what do you call it? A pulse rifle from Aliens. <laughs> nice, okay. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. And he's trying to, like, you know, uh, you know help out Bill and shit. Um, but, uh, but Surtur ends up like, uh, critically wounding Pip, but then Pip, do I have that? I didn't say that. Did I? Okay. So, so Pip ends up, uh, you know, he's almost dying and shit and Surtur grabs him and is like, I'm going to kill you. But then Pip takes like a grenade and throw, you know, throws it at him or, you know, plants it on him and then, you know, uh, portals himself back to the ship. And then, you know, Surtur's arm blows off and shit. And then uh, Scuttlebutt transforms herself into a big giant gun. Okay, you know. Megatron. Okay. Yeah, and you can see in the in, it's like, here, Scourge, fire me. You know, and there's Scourge <laughs> way down at the bottom of the gun with a little ass trigger. <laughs> <laughs> and then, boom. <laughs> Got him. Uh, okay. Yeah takes out that like the scale like his scale like i said i love his art very gritty and raw and shit violent and brutal totally metal this is metal as fuck i can <laughs> totally hear the death metal playing to over the shit um and you know of course then bill grabs grabs the twilight right there you know takes takes the sword and Cuts off Surtur's head. Oh, damn, with the Twilight Sword. Okay. Yeah, bam. And uh, yeah, then it, it, sword's mine now. So they're back on the ship. He tra- So Bill, there you go. He transforms back into a, like his human self or his humanoid, his normal self. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to Pip, you know, in the, you know, in the med bay and like, yo, hey, uh, um, you know, good job, you know, on your thing, on your journey and all that shit. And, you know, I'm glad you got what you wanted. And uh, Bill is like, you're right, Pip. I couldn't be happier. But he sees, still sees himself as a monster, as his old, as his horse self. Right. So uh, kind of a very melancholy ending. Like, I went on this big journey. Everybody sacrificed. Pip almost died. Scourge almost died. Everybody, you know, helped me basically make myself look like all this so I can make myself look like this. Right. And, and he's still conflicted about it. 
I thought that was very poignant. I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll feel bad if he could bang Sil. So yeah, you know. but does he want to now? I think he's feeling. You know, I, I was, I was, I was actually hoping for the robot sex. You know, <laughs> I mean, you can do both. You know, <laughs> go ahead the sip, sip thing. I'm sure sure a robot won't get jealous, or maybe yeah. they will. I don't know. Uh, scuttlebutt was like, you know, it was very, basically. I I know you, man. I I know everything about you. I know what you like. I know what you love. She's you into know? the horse stuff. Yeah, so, she yeah. she doesn't get just be yourself, bro. You know, fuck that other, you know, that high maintenance fucking chick that, you know, got to be wined and dined and shit. Like, let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's hang. It's Netflix and chill right here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I love this. This is probably one of my, this might be my book of the year, I, you know, bold statement. But like I said, we'll, I'm we'll huge, see what uh, tops it, but yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge Daniel Warren Johnson fan and just taking a character, like a, a B list character and injecting him with so much depth and emotion and you know it was very moving it was a very moving story about an outcast searching for purpose you know and he still doesn't know if he found it yet you know so i thought that was uh i thought it was moving but but he had he had an arc that's the thing he had an arc yeah yeah so five out of five great so, series i don't know you don't but static i wish it was yeah, I think it's the right. The, I'm just saying, it's not that the book isn't for me. I just think that book sucks. That's all. That's just me, you know. Um, yeah, it's just right. like I don't know. For me, it's like I'm getting that from Miles, you know. <laughs> but Miles is a better book. Yeah, that's the like, thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's trying to be a Miles book, and I'm, you know, I, and I'm like, I can see. Yeah, I can see the similarities, but yeah, like you say, I can. Miles is a better book, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's not that this book is for me because we read this shit all the time. It's just, it's just back to the story. Like the book starts off, it starts off in, in the projects with a character that has nothing to do with the story. She gets powers. She's never seen again. We go to static. I'm not going to talk about static. Let's move on. Past that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to waste my time talking about that book, man. But basically, uh, right when I was like, right when the cops show up at the end, I'm like, oh, and it's done. <laughs> and it's done. That's it. It's just another like, hook or something else, you know. You know. Yeah. Um, so right when I started to care, like it was done. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they get you. Okay. So yeah. So uh, I think that's the last book I got. Shang Chi. Shang Chi number three. And you know I've been upset Eli because I keep thinking that they're gonna have Shang Chi just job all the Marvel universe. But so far it hasn't been that. It hasn't been that. So it's actually been just kind of team ups. But it has been some friction because he has a new status quo and the Avengers kind of kind of figure him out now. Like, is he on our side? Is he on their side? What's the deal? You know, so that's what we got going on right now. So this one is is all over the book. Shang-Chi versus Wolverine. Why are they fighting? Why are they even meeting up? Why is Wolverine in this book? That's what we're going to find out. So the book starts off in the Macross Lake in Ireland. Now, this is basically a reference to or an analog to the Loch Ness Sea in Scotland. You Loch Ness, know. yeah. Lake. Yeah. 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 The uh, lock. It's a lock. <laughs> it's a lock. It's, it's in there somewhere. So, yeah. So, this guy is taking his tour. Some asshole throws a protein bar on the lake. He's like, well, what did you just do that for? You're like, uh, the fish, it's a nasty protein bar the fish would rather have than I want to. He's like, and they see something's jumping up. And boom, it is the Muckress monster. <laughs> Not the Loch Ness monster, the Muckress monster. Oh, Mucky, if you want to. <laughs> you know, so they're like, we're going to die. No, we're not going to die because the Lake Witch is watching over us. So she plays her flute. I'm thinking she's playing like that 
future song Percocet. Molly Percocet. That's just me. Oh, I so, thought it was the, the the police. Many miles away, something crawled to a surface. It could be. I'm almost <laughs> looking on Spotify, see if it matches up. <laughs> Basically, some flute or maybe like the Power Ranger the thing. Yeah. Yeah, Zelda. <laughs> do, 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 you know, something like that. Anyway, she takes out the muck wrist mon- Oh, mucky. You know, takes him out with uh, with her song, whatever song you want to put in your head. And he's live streaming the whole thing. You know, he's streaming. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my followers up. And he was like, yeah, look, can I see your phone for a second? Yeah, thanks. Crunch. He's <laughs> like, what the hell, old man? What you just get my phone for? Look, we have an understanding. No, she takes care of us. We take care of her. Nobody's supposed to know that she's here. But while they crushed her phone, they didn't pay attention to his girlfriend also recorded it. So she goes viral. So they're in the uh, Chinatown, you know, stronghold in their base. And basically they're talking about, you know, anyway, she's going viral. And what's the guy named Master Ling? Master Ling is kind of like their butler or whatever like that. And he basically shows them that uh, this girl goes viral. I think somebody that y'all need to know about. And Brother Saber realized, oh, it's her. You're like, you know her? Yeah, she's uh, one of, basically, she's your sister. She's all your sisters. Uh, she's from the House of Deadly Staff. And basically, uh, Brother Saber was sent to kill her because her father told her to do it. But he didn't do it because he just didn't do it. But he realized that maybe if he had a chance to do it again, he probably would have killed him and been done with it. So he was like, now nah, I got another chance that she's alive. Let's go over there and go ahead and finish what we started. And she's like, no, what the hell, man? That's our sister. We're not going to kill our sister. We're going to go over here and find out what's going on with it and going to right all the wrongs our father did. He's like, uh-huh. So it's more and more friction between these two coming more and more as we go along. So they go down to Ireland, you know, to the Muckrest Lake or whatever. Uh, they masterling enchanted the flute because when they fought last time, Brother Saber chopped off part of her staff, her flute. So he enchanted it to to track them to where it is. When they get down there in front of the Muckrust Muck house, there's this big protest going on right now. The witch must go. The witch must go. You know, it's a whole protest going on right there. So when they get down there, the flute leaves his hand and it rides right in Zillion's hand, Zylon's hand. And she's like, Brother Saber. She, and she thinks that they're to kill her again. So she's like, and she plays her, her future song, Percocet molly percocet and then she traps him again you know and then in the woods comes out wolverine you know she and right before she kill him boom wolverine comes out hey bub you might put an eye out with that thing you know wolverine's here and she's like how do you know my name he was like well my friend beast did all this boom brother uh sister dagger kicks in the face he's like yeah y'all y'all don't want a piece of this that those those swords are not as sharp as my what i got on my on me right now and that's what shang chi shows up Punches him in the face. Wolverine stopped. And Wolverine's like, uh-huh. I, I heard you You teamed up with your old man. You're like, okay. Yeah, that's how we're going to play it. That's how we're going to go. So Wolverine is slashing him like that. Now, here's my thing. I don't think Wolverine is going full out at Shang-Chi. He's just, you know, playing around with him. But I think if you want to tag Shang-Chi, he could. So are you with the France Humanity? You know, some other anti-mutant government group? He's like, no, nah, I'm not with any of these guys. You know, it's a family business, you know. And that's when she's like, that's that's what you people are always doing, jumping to our business. And she's like, y'all chill out with the you people talk. You know, we're not racist. They're like, no, and like, no, my people are the reason I'm here. They're like, huh? What do you mean? He was like, your sister, she's a mutant. That's why I'm here. I'm here to take her back to Krakoa. He was like, what? 
so none of them knew that and now they started to realize like that's that protest outside that's why they're protesting i've seen it for 100 years now they're out for mutant blood they're like and that's why and so and they realized that that's why brother saber was sent to kill her to begin with why because their father is a fucking racist he hates mutants <laughs> so that's why he sent them to kill her sister when he found out she was a mutant get take her out so they're like no she gotta go so wolverine like no y'all not touching her so shang chi and then say brother saber punches wolverine he's like oh that's how we're gonna do it shang chi grabs their blades he's like no y'all are not touching the sister but he sees wolverine coming so he uses he takes their blades and blocks wolverine's claws with their blades then he kicks him but he kicks him too hard into like a cliff he like and then he runs fast enough to catch him before he falls the cliff he was like i got you he like i wasn't gonna die i mean it would have hurt but appreciate <laughs> you saving me you know and so while all this is going on and she's like wait whose side are you on so she go he goes after his sister and she plays another flute song gets him but instead of fighting her he talks way out of it he basically says like an old ancient proverb uh that that there's something to do with their father and basically just like you know what you got me you know something about honor and know you did between your friends and your enemies and your family and your enemies so and basically he's trying to recruit her to replace their old sister as the new staff member sister staff so they and wolverine like you sure you don't want to go with us because i don't know what's gonna happen you go with them he's like look that's my family i go with my family Vin Diesel, yada yada yada. That's what it is, <laughs> you know. Uh, but but Wolverine's just like uh, the mob is coming for her. But don't worry, you get out of here. I got you back, Snick. Now we all know the Kakoan rule is that you can't kill humans. However, Wolverine is part of the X Force, which is CIA, and they have a license to kill. You know. Da-da-da-da. So anyway, she Da-da-da. so she's just been playing her flute for twelve hours straight. Don't want to talk to anybody. And they, and they just like, um, she needs to be with us because powerful people like that, the government hates them. So she, she needs to be with a family, basically. And they're like, we don't trust her, but we trust you. But meanwhile, some other dude shows up, same dude as in the last book, and same book before that one, keeps showing up and saying, I want to make an offer to you where we're going to bring this, the five houses down. And next issue, the Fantastic Four. So he's supposed to fight the Fantastic Four next. Another book. So who is that? So, Johnny? No, he fights all of them. Yeah, but who is that? Who's the dude who showed up? The dude? Oh, talking about the dude at the end? Yeah. No, it's just some dude. It's just some dude. Yeah, we don't we don't know who it is. It's some sh- it's a shadow figure. Because he's he's popped up in all of these books so far. Okay. But we don't know who he is, but it obviously it's gonna be some big thing, big reveal later on. So the Mandarin. We know it's the Mandarin. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm booked out. What, what you got? Um, I guess I'll do um, the, the United States of Captain America. Okay, number two. Okay, yeah, I want to see if you can sell me on this one because uh, I don't know. First book was kind of eh. yeah. So this is uh, it, you know, so Captain America and Falcon are after some assassins that are are trying to kill these community captain americas last book it was like the gay captain america that they're trying to kill he like rides the mm-hmm. the railways the you know and, and he um, stole his shield too yeah stole his shield and um basically turned them on to this network of 
of, of Captain Americas, people from smaller marginalized communities that are taking on the mantle of Captain America to help out their communities, you know? And uh, so Sam and Kat basically are on the road trying to find uh, these different Captain Americas. They end up in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And, um, you know, the site of many Civil War battles. And there's some commentary about, you know, the Civil War and how it divided the country and has the country ever really healed itself um, uh, since then. So they go to this town and they're looking for this girl named Nichelle Wright. And um, it turns out she's like a, a, an activist. She's trying to save like the water um, pipelines, trying to keep the clean water. Does, doesn't want to turn the town into another Flint, Michigan. Um, mm -hmm. But the water main broke in the town and it's flooded the town. And everybody in the town are divided. You know, there's some people that are like on her side. Other people are like, no, she's a terrorist. She's a radical, throw her in jail. And they do, she's in jail. But they're looking at the pipeline at the water main that's broken, it looks like it's been impacted by a sh by Captain. I, I recognize these dents. These are done by a shield. So this must be where that assassin came and is trying to kill all these Captain Americas. So they go to the jail to go get her out. Of, you know, to go talk to her. And the cops are all assholes. You know, they're like, you know, she's a troublemaker. She's a, a rioter and you know, uh, criminal and all this stuff. Um, he says some really uh, crappy shit to Sam and Sam ends up like throwing him through the window and shit. Get it in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically says some racist shit to Sam. Sam ends up throwing him, you know, throwing the cop and, uh, you know, and Cap's just like, Hey, be glad all he did was throw you through the window because if that assassin shows up, he would have killed all of you. So be glad we're here instead of him, you know. So they go and talk to her, and here she is. She's in jail. She kind of looks like uh, uh, what's her face from the Fugees? Uh, uh Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Yeah, I can kinda see it. Like yeah, I can see it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and basically tells her like, hey, yeah, I uh, I, I just want your symbol, and you know, we're trying to help out the community, you know, basically because she kind of chews him out. Like, you know what, you. You guys are all off fighting basically what I've been saying. You guys are all fighting aliens in space, go traveling back in time, multiverse shit, you know, all this cosmic crap. You guys aren't dealing with us little folk, the people in this, you know, the you ain't dealing with the, you know, the real people, you know, the, the you know, the the, the 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 lower class, people on the streets, you know, you don't care about our community. So a bunch of us said, fuck y'all. We're going to do it mm -hmm. ourselves since you won't. You're busy fighting aliens all the time. You know, so she, you know, like, I'm not going to join you. She basically said, I'm, hey, I'm out. Y'all go do you. I'm going to stay here and fight for my town and fight for my community. And um, so, okay, well, just, just know that this, some assassin is trying to kill you. Turns out the assassins are that speed demon and uh, Sin. What's her face? Sin, uh, Red, Red Skull's daughter. Red Skull's daughter. Yeah, and that's just to be continued. You know, they okay, reveal, so. yeah. So they're they're the ones that are trying to kill these Captain Americas from smaller communities because they hate what America stands for and all that stuff. Because they're Nazis and all stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, shout then, out to Coochie Man 04. All right. So, yeah. And then at the end, we get a we get basically an origin story of her, uh, uh, you know, Nichelle's origin story. You know, how she decided to that she was like a gymnast, and she quit being a gymnast. She said, "Fuck." Fuck being fuck gymnastics. I'm gonna help out my oh, people. Oh, that they, they they have their finger <laughs> on the pulse with that one. That's, I just realized that. that. I just. I mean, this that. book. Did this book come out before that? <laughs> it came out. It came out Wednesday. Like yeah. Wednesday, right? So you know, this like, art had to be done by then. Right. <laughs> the art was done last month and shit. So. I know they didn't predict it was gonna happen. It was. Just... <laughs> so yeah, she was in it. She was like a champion gymnastics uh, star. She's decided to quit sports and athletics. That because the shit going on her in, in in her community, and she'd rather, you know, help out her community, use her abilities to help out her community instead of you know chasing trophies and gold medals. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, and next week or next month we get the we get Native 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 America. There <laughs> Captain, we go. Okay. Captain Native America up next. We'll see how this pisses off Fox news. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only reason why I'm reading it. I want to see what they're all pissed <laughs> off at. And it's oh. the same old shit, you know, <laughs> like they got mad at the last book. Wait till you see this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other book I read was, Oh, that I'll give that a three out of five. It was okay. Um, okay. and the only other book I read was this amazing fantasy Number okay. one, I had no idea what this thing is. It's yeah, amazing fantasy. Cool cover. There's Thor. Is that Kazar? Oh, I mean, no, that's Thor. Captain America riding a giant lion, fighting oh. an orc. Oh man, I thought it was Kazar, but okay, okay. Yeah, with a hot elf chick, you know, laying down. Captain Native America. Oh uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Boop, 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 boop. And then, uh, so basically, this starts out as uh, it's like a flashback in, in World War II. Um, Captain America gets his—he's on a ship that gets sunk, and he basically looks like he drowns, and then wakes up on some desert island, and then a giant griffin shows up. Okay, so not oh okay, so not the savage land stuff like that. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and then he then they, they fight a dragon. And then then it cuts to Black Widow. She's in the red room and she escapes the red room and uh basically gets shot by uh this dude. And it's I think basically what happens is they die and then they wake up in this in this weird fantasy realm. Same thing with Spider-Man. Spider-Man's fighting Green Goblin. He gets blown up by one of his pumpkin bombs. And then he he shows up. He wakes up in this fantasy realm. So it's basically Captain America, Black Widow, Spider-Man in this fantasy realm, you know, joining different factions, I guess like D&D there are, or, or Magic the Gathering, you know, uh, different factions, you know. Um, Spider-Man's uh, with these like Hawkman, and then he he runs into Uncle Ben. Oh damn! Okay. Yeah, runs into Uncle Ben, and that's the end of the issue. So it's basically another version of Savage Avengers, and um, 
I mean, I guess you can't go into Savage Land if Savage Avengers yeah. already in the Savage Land. So you got to go somewhere else. But. but with different characters. So I mean, could have went to Weird World or something. I don't know. Yeah, they didn't so, have to use the Avengers. They could have used like some of their other no-name characters. What was that dude? Thundar? Not Thundar. Some dude with lightning bolts they had. I can't remember what his name was. They could have used that guy, Archon. Archon. They could use him. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's basically another Savage Avengers, only with different Avengers, you know. So it's a fantasy book with superheroes. So, yeah. So it was yeah. okay, three out of five. I just checked it out just to check it out. I don't know if I'm going to see the next, uh, read the next issue. Yeah, when you, you know? start talking about, uh, when you start talking about Amazing Fantasy, I was like, they brought that book back because like I know Amazing Fantasy from you know Spider Man, but. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know that. But I'm the best what Amazing Fantasy was originally at first. It was just these anthology story, different things popping up. So I didn't know. I, mean, I guess they still own the name. They're going to do something with it. Yeah. So. so I read a bunch of other shit. I read Something is Killing the Children. I read the new Berserker, which is still cool. You know, the Keanu Reeves book. Um, yeah, the Star Wars books. Both books were pretty good this week. Yeah, I read a bunch of shit. They've been dropping a lot of shit these last couple of weeks. Blowing a lot yes. of money. Yeah. So yeah, and I I I'm trying to start back up the uh the video game, you know, live streaming. We were gonna do something. I Eli, should we make the announcement? Uh sure. two weeks from now. Yeah, two weeks from now we're gonna do Friday the thirteenth on Friday the thirteenth. We're gonna oh. work out the, the final details. What what were you what were you talking about? I, I was one I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do that. So we're gonna do a live stream there. We're still working out the details. We're gonna find out. Hey, if anybody else wanna join in with us, let us know. I work into the schedule. Also, I got the message loud and clear. You don't wanna see me do virtual fighter anymore. But guess what? I don't give a shit. I'm gonna keep doing it anyway. <laughs> Cause I like playing the game. So yeah, so I don't know. That's what I'm going to keep doing. But so, Captain Native Americans' weakness is colonizers. The fuck? Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Oh no, no. I mean, no. They we that ain't because natives are still here. Colonizers didn't uh, do shit. Right. I'm trying to get an origin <laughs> of all the Batman villains. I wanted to uh, scarecrow angry prediction comics on him. Um, New Fifty Two. New Fifty Two. Start there. Scott Snyder. Greg Capullo. Start there. You can't go wrong. Yeah, pretty you don't much, even have to yeah. know Batman stuff. I mean, you can go older than that, but hey, let's go with yeah. that. Yeah. So sure. So start there. So uh, yeah, anything else we got to do? Or I think that's it. I'm booked okay. out pretty much. You know, I'm booked out also. Next week, I think Suicide Squad drops. No, we're not going to do a whole Suicide Squad show. We're going to just talk about it, move on, probably drop some other books, stuff like that, and go up there. Well, it depends. We'll 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 see how the flow of the internet goes. We'll let the internet detect what we uh, decide what we do. We'll, we'll see. Oh, Gabe's, um, Gabe's asking about the Friday 13th. Does he have Friday 13th? Gabe, you get it. Go, Just go get it. <laughs> you got two weeks to I'll, I'll, let me Let me find out some details about it, and I'll, I'll, get you, I'll let you know. Uh, will that stream 13th, that multiplayer game? It's a multiplayer game, Gabe. Hey, yeah. you want to jump in, Gabe? Let us know. We'll, we'll add you to the stream. And then we can kill Jason. It's a, it takes a group effort. Gabe, I've never played the game before. I have no idea what, what's going on. <laughs> got it. You got I think, it? Okay. I think it takes at least three people to kill Jason. Okay. Gabe, you're in. I got you. I'm going to put you down there. You, you, you're on the event list. Okay. Uh, Coochie Man, Chell, you, you own Twitch. You play video games. Jump in with us. <laughs> <laughs>
That's it. Um, yeah, until like I said, we'll come in with another week and we'll go from there. Uh until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Shoot me your bird. Start 10th grade, off. the way was paid for me and Dre to create. Like Dr. Frankenstein, the arts and crafts. Now, could we make a, a difference? Antoine Patton and Andre Benjamin been jamming for you, crabbing rap niggas and journalists. That's quick to misprint public and private business. Then retract back for deaf ears and think it's dismissed. Part two, the sequel, all new cast. Just ain't the same gang of nerds on the internet. Slandering your name behind that screen name. They're lame and their life is pretty plain. Eminems with no nuts won't show up face to face. Straight bitch made like puppies on the nipple. Of a mutt, address it on a case by case basis like the judge. What about the line asshole trying to plot all these niggas on the block who want the queen? Nigga, please. But even she can walk, we'll miss a wing on fake it. But God don't make mistakes, must be something bigger waiting. Starts off like a small town marriage. Lovely wife and life.
do Love you but you hate me at the same time Lights, camera, action, it's game time Do you take this here as your lovely wife? To love her and cherish her for all your life? I solemnly swear to dare share and take you there And me and you together, baby, we a lucky pair It's been a long time, we walk a thin line Others say they got you, but you've been mine As I sit back and watch all the cat fights Domestic violence, is that right? But you love a dog, gave me the spotlight And now I'm growing up, showing up, blowing up I never ever thought that we were separated all But you played me like a game of football Used to feed me, need me, dress me Now it's so messy, straight cut out and left me Hollywood divorce All the fresh styles always start off as a good little hood thing Look at blues, rock, jazz, rap not even talking about music, everything else too. By the time I reach Hollywood, it's over. But it's cool. We just keep it going, make new shit. Take our game, take our name. Give us a little fame, and then they kick us to the curb. That's a cold thing.